0: Hello, my name is Suzanne Urban, and this is Women Warriors Network. And in today's podcast, I'm going to start calling this Fearless Fridays. And so I read, will read a little bit um, from my book, Fearless and Moving On, Overcoming Fear. It's a testimony of how me and my husband are um, walking in victory and not victim, And so I just pray that as we work with these fearless Fridays that, um, you will find freedom. So it's freedom from fear on fearless Friday. Whoa, that was a mouthful. So we just, I just thank you that, um, that you're joining and I hope you enjoy the podcast. I have, um, many other ideas and things that, um, we will be doing on this podcast. So tune in on Fridays for Fearless Friday. Hi there. I know it's a bit late for Fearless Friday. Um, I had a church event that I was preparing for today and um, a revival Anyways, so I'm here for Fearless Friday. And I found something on belief.net about 22 fearless women. So I'm going to read um, that article. And this is called 22 Fearless Women in the Bible. Here are 22 wonderful women in the Bible ...that we can learn from in our own daily Christian walk. And this is called Belief net. Where this is at. So it says, by definition, a fearless woman is strong... ...when it comes to facing hard situations. They are confident in who they are and what they believe. And in their example of fearlessness, they encourage others to be courageous and make a difference. While many think of men first when it comes to these strong figures, there are also a number of important women in the Bible who inspire not only because of how they lived, but also because of their rock-solid faith, even in some of the toughest of circumstances. We can learn a great deal from their stories. There are 22 fierce and fearless women in the Bible that can teach us a lesson or two on courage. Inspired by the book, 22 Fearless Daughters of the Bible. Um, The first one is Sarah. She is the next woman mentioned in the Bible after Eve. She laughed when, when told that she would bear a son. But that same laugh turned into amazement and triumph when Isaac was born. Genesis 21, 5-7 through says, Now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh. And all who hear will laugh with me. She also said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? For I have borne him a son in his old age. Only God could have said that Abraham and Sarah would have children at that age. God said so, and it happened. This is the power of God. Sarah also demonstrated faith and obedience while believing God's promises. She left her comfortable and familiar surroundings to launch her journey with God. Sarah became a mother of nations and kings came from her. Next is the five daughters of Zelophehad. The five daughters of Zelophehad, Mala, Noe, Hagla, Milka, and Terzah came to Moses with a concern over how the promised land Over how the promised land was to be divided in relation to their family. Referenced in the book of Numbers, these young women stood fearless and firm, and as a result, reformed the culture of their day. Because they spoke up, they reversed precedent and claimed possession of their father's inheritance. The case of Zalafahad's daughters expanded the legal rights of women. <clears throat> rot, the ruling regarding the daughters of Salafahad. women were included in the list of eligible heirs of property. Huh, that's interesting. Ruth, the Moabite. Ruth's story captivates and significantly challenges many. She's a widow from an enemy nation with no prospects. Yet God moves so mightily in her story and uses it to encourage millions. At the beginning of the book, Ruth is living in her home in Moab, a place and people that the Israelites frowned upon. On top of that, she had lost her husband and was living with her widowed mother in law. She also lost her husband without a child. Some believing she may have been barren the pain ruth must have been must have been in was immense but she didn't allow her past to hold her back ruth showed remarkable faith for such a young believer she had the faith to believe that god who he was who he said he was and faith to believe that God would provide for her and Naomi. Her bravery, faith, and obedience can encourage us to be better followers of Christ. Ruth was able to overcome her past by giving her life over to the living God. By turning from her idolatrous way of life, she was able to be used mightily of the Lord as the great-grandmother of King David. Priscilla. Priscilla ministered the gospel together with her husband, Aquila. The Bible describes her as an effective mentor when she and her husband take Apollos aside and explain to him the way god the way of God, more accurately, the two were a spirit-filled couple with a godly marriage that resulted in a powerful ministry of the Lord. Paul mentions to the church in Rome that the couple risked their lives for him. The two welcomed Paul into their hearts and home to live with them and work with them, making tents. Paul established them in the doctrines of the faith, and they in turn taught others, such as Apollos. Priscilla is never mentioned apart from her husband while they were equal as persons according to their marriage. Their their functions were different. In marriage they were one, and Paul writes, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, Ephesians 5.25. Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene was delivered from a life of demonic oppression and experienced the resurrected power of Christ. As a result, she was one of the first to announce the risen Christ. Many popular depictions of Mary Magdalene don't do her story justice or speak her tr- um, her truth as a true disciple of Christ. Though she has been reinterpreted over and over again, she remains a potent and mysterious figure. When Mary and the other women, along with the Twelve, joined Jesus, they were taking a serious risk. Jesus was spurred into action after the arrest of John the Baptist. Much of John the Baptist's ministry took place on the east bank of the Jordan in Herod's territory of Perea. When John was imprisoned, Jesus took up his ministry in Herod's territory of the Galilee which was viewed by Herod not only as a challenge, but also a threat. Despite the risk, Mary Magdalene was committed to Jesus' ministry. Hannah. Hannah is one of the most inspiring women in the Bible, and also one of the most identifiable women in Scripture for a number of reasons. We recognize her for her sorrow. She wanted a child so badly but was barren. She prayed to God that she would be if she that she prayed to God that she would be granted a son and in turn promised to dedicate his life to the service of God. She received a son, named him Samuel, and didn't fall short of her promise. She left her son to be raised in the temple while still staying connected to him providing counsel and wisdom to him throughout his life. She is also recognized in the Bible for her sacrifice. She dedicated her baby Samuel to the Lord and left him at the temple to serve God all the days of his life. 1 Samuel one eleven her son <clears throat> later grew up to be one of the most influential and godly figures in the Bible. One of the most inspiring things that Hannah about Hannah is the fact that she never gave up hope that God would hear her prayer. Hannah's fervent prayer and vow teaches us that consistent faithfulness and persistent prayer get God's attention. She believed God for a son, and he multiplied her faith by giving her many children. The Samaritan Woman Jesus loved women and treated them with great respect and dignity. This can be seen throughout the New Testament. The value of women that permeates The New Testament isn't found in the cultures of some societies. For example, Jewish women were barred from public speaking. The oral law prohibited women from reading the Torah out loud. Synagogue worship was segregated. With women never allowed to be heard, Jesus' treatment of women was very different. One great example is Jesus' conversation with the a Samaritan woman in a public in public, referenced in John four The rabbinic oral law was explicit. He who talks with a woman in public brings evil upon himself. another rabbinic teaching prominent in jesus' day taught one is not so so much as to greet a woman. From this, we can understand why his disciples were amazed to find him talking to a woman in public. And imagine how stunned this woman was that the Messiah was trying to reach out to her and offer her living water for her thirst. Her thirst soul, her thirsty soul. The woman at the well became one of the first mass evangelists for Jesus Christ. She was able to confront her past truthfully and transform into a motivating mouthpiece for the Lord. Mary of Bethany The quintessential worshiper and intimate follower of Christ, Mary of Bethany, is described in the Bible as seated at the Lord's feet listening to his word Luke 10:39 Mary of Bethany is one of the most beautiful characters in all of scripture preparing the way of the Lord for the Lord Lord's burial Mary was the sister of Martha and her brother was Lazarus from whom Jesus raised from the dead We see Mary three different times in the Bible beginning with the incident in her home of her sister Martha, referenced in Luke ten thirty eight 38-42, where Jesus, and presume, presumably the disciples who traveled with him, were being entertained. This is probably her most recognized feature— Jesus commended her for choosing the better, meaning that Mary's desire to be near her Lord and hang on to his every word was far more beneficial than running herself ragged with preparations for a meal. Jesus further said that choosing the better thing, learning of the Lord, would not be taken away from Mary. Her priority in life was Christ, the knowledge of him, Him and the nearness to him was chosen what will last through eternity. Esther. Esther is an inspiring story about a remarkable woman who was willing to risk her life to save her people. She was a woman of principle who was willing to put the lives of others ahead of even her own life. She was an outstanding example of serving others, even under the most stressful circumstances. Jesus Christ said, Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. John fifteen thirteen. Most of the time, our lives may be pretty routine, but all of us have a few defining moments when we may be called on to put godly principle above personal benefit. Esther modeled bravery and courage when she risked her life to save the lives of her people. She teaches us that we must break intimidation and use our influence to bring glory to God. Jehosheba, daughter of King Jorim, gripped by the power of motherly instinct, fled danger in order to protect her son from death and help to preserve the future of Israel. When Athaliah, the queen mother, discovered her son, King Ahaziah, was dead, she had an entire royal family executed to hold her position as queen of Judah. However, Jehoshaphat curved the plans. She took her infant nephew, the prince Joash, to safety, and he was the only survivor of the carnage. Seven years after the massacre, her husband, Jehoiada, who was a priest, reinstated Jehoshan on the throne. It was because of Jehosh- Jehoshabah's bravery that the royal line of David was preserved. <coughs> Deborah Deborah, prophet and judge to Israel. Deborah is known for her wisdom, courage, and compassionate zeal for justice. She provided an example of leadership that wasn't normally seen seen in society during her time. We didn't see many women in the Bible rising to positions of national leadership, but Deborah did just that. One of the reasons she stood out is because of both her spiritual and civil leadership. During those years of extended turmoil, she was the only woman who served as a judge. She is an example of a woman with faith in God who arose as a light to her people. Deborah turned many of her countrymen to service to service to God and faith during a period where it was so needed. Miriam Moses' sister Miriam displays remarkable intelligence and confidence. She not only helped to save her brother's life, but also helped set Israel's deliverance in motion. The Hebrew woman, Jochebed, and her daughter, uh, Miriam, saved him by hiding him among the reeds at the edge of the river. He was found by Pharaoh's daughter, who adopted him. Miriam was strategic, arranging that the real mother of the baby should be a wet nurse for the baby she was a self-possessed girl who followed and watched over Moses, ultimately saving his life. Later Miriam with her brother brothers, Moses and Aaron led the Hebrew people through the 40 years when they reverted to the nomadic life searching for the promised land. Axta Daughter of Caleb. Aksa, in the Bible, is the daughter of Caleb, the friend of Joshua. Joshua fifteen sixteen. Caleb promises his daughter Aksa to whoever takes the town. And Othniel, son of Kenaz, takes on the challenge. He succeeds and marries Aksa. She came with quite a bit of land as well. Aksa came um, with quite a bit of land called Negev. And Negev is known for its dryness. And Aksa asks her father for water. Caleb gives um, her springs, known as the upper and lower springs, Joshua fifteen nineteen. She stepped out on faith and claimed additional blessings for her family because she was bold enough to ask for for more. Just like our Heavenly Father is ready and willing to bless us, we must also go to Him with this same faith. Daughters of Philip, the Evangelist These four single women, um, young women had the gift of prophecy and their ministry is mentioned in the book of acts they represent boldness courage and a willingness to step out for the lord no matter what season of life they were highly esteemed they held a prominent place in the early church they exercised their ministry gift openly and with great vigor their leadership should not be underestimated nor their influence. They were regarded as prophets, just like the prophets mentioned in the book of Acts. Mary, the mother of Jesus Mary, mother of Jesus, is one of the most admired figures in Scripture, and considered by many to be the greatest of all Christian saints. She was a willing servant who trusted God and obeyed his call. While while her life held great honor, her calling also required required great suffering. Though there was joy in motherhood, there was great pain in the privilege of being the mother of the Messiah. Despite these things, she responded to God and was with great obedience and submission to his plan. Her life never robbed Jesus of his glory, for her mission was to witness the glory of the Son of God. She surrendered her life and her reputation to the purposes of God. Her submission shows that when we consecrate our life to the Lord, he can do amazing things. All of these women experienced fear at some point it's part of being human yet no matter how overwhelmed that fear may have made them feel they were able to break through and become change agents because of it these fearless women may have lived in completely different societies and times than us but we can learn surprisingly teach us a great Deal from their stories. These characters provide us with lessons through their lives, and we see through their stories that we may not live a life that's absent of fear, but we can live a life where we trust God and don't allow fear to stop us from attre- achieving great things. What a great article! That is on beliefnet.com and it's called 22 Fearless Women in the Bible. Thank you for tuning in today and we shall see you tomorrow.